Brother Mark Dross, we are so delighted. Now I want to tell you, it was a little bit of doing to get this man of God here. And this is why God is using him all over the world. And he is in such incredible demand. And Brother Dross, I can't remember exactly how all of it came down. But it's like, Brother Mayo, when do you want me? I said, as soon as possible. I want every single open date you've got. We didn't come here to play no game. We got the devil on the ground. Go ahead and cut his head off. Go ahead and take the giant's head off. Would you put your hands under the Lord for the man of God? Brother Dross, we're so delighted that you're here. Somebody shout with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Give God a shout of praise. Come on now. Give God a shout of praise. I don't hear you. Give him a shout of praise. Woo. Glory, 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 glory. My Lord have mercy. I would say y'all came to have church. Look your neighbor and say, I came to have church. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. What a, what a joy to be here. Walk into this place. As soon as I heard the music going, I said, I'm a worshiper. I want to get in there. Amen. I, I'm not one of those uh, backroom sitters. Hallelujah. I like to get into an apostolic atmosphere. Amen. Praise God. And uh, to be able to meet Pastor in person, very, very well spoken of Pastor is. Anytime his name comes up, it's always positive. It's always, there's, there's a couple things attached to it, and one of them is crazy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I see it too. Amen. Hey, as long as you're apostolic crazy, you're good. That's a good crazy. That's a good crazy. Amen. Praise God. I honor pastor and first lady. Can you help me honor pastor and first lady? All the ministering team, God bless them. Amen. Everybody's been so kind. I got to be able to get down and meet some of you folks. You folks are, are, are different for northerners. Amen. I don't, I don't know if this would be called northerners, but I know the northerners from the east side. They're not, they're not too warm. Amen. And I, I walk in here, my Lord, y'all, y'all acting like as if you got a little south in you or something. Amen kind and hospitable amen praise god hallelujah i know it's cold outside but it's warm in this place it's warm in here beautiful amen i arrived last night uh, my flight was uh, a little delayed and so arrived a little later than what i expected 
and uh, went into the room, just the beautiful, beautiful facilities. And then there was this big, beautiful snack basket. It was powerful. Amen. And so what I did was I pulled everything out because I've got to evaluate my attack plan. And so I pulled everything out and I rebuked every calorie. I took authority over every fat devil that was trying to hide itself in the snack. I said, you fat devil, you come out. Half of the snacks disappeared. Amen. Amen. And to show I had authority over it, I ate it. Amen. Somebody got to eat with authority. Who your neighbor and say, you better eat with authority. Come on, say it again. Eat with authority. I know, I know some of you are going to cook up a big old meal this week. Eat with authority. Amen. Rebuke every fat devil. Amen. And then jog after it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It is a joy to be in this place. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, let's have church. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost up in this house. Anybody feel the Holy Ghost up in this house? Somebody give God a shout of praise. There are... There are a few things that I felt when I walked into this place. One of the things that I felt so strong in the Holy Ghost is this. You are walking in to one of your greatest years of revival. Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Somebody ought to praise God on credit right now. Praise Him for every seat that's going to be occupied. Praise Him for every sinner that's going to walk through the doors and going to be saved. But also praise Him for every backslider that's going to come back to the house of the Lord. Mama, your child's coming back home. In the name of Jesus, somebody give God a shout of praise. Praise God. Second thing that I felt very strong in my spirit is this. That you are going to experience some of the greatest miracles that you have ever seen 
in the history of this church. Listen to what I feel in the Holy Ghost. God is going to put the church on the map with miracles. With miracles. There's about three of you that believe it, but there is a loosening of miracles that God is bringing into this atmosphere. Somebody ought to give God a shout of praise right there. Glory, 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 glory. Touch your neighbor, touch somebody next to you and say, miracles. Miracles. Say it with authority. Say, miracles. Glory, 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 glory. I want to invite you to open your Bibles, Matthew chapter 9 and verse 18. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 18. I was about to say, I'm, you know, it won't, won't take too long. going to try to get you out before the Baptists get out. Amen. But I see that's not a worry for you. Amen. I was in, I was in one church where where they said, they said, brother, please. It was an old country church down in Louisiana. And uh, brother came up to me, one of the ushers. He said, he said, brother Dross, don't, don't preach too long. He said, we got to beat the Baptist to the restaurant. He told me about a pecan pie that they had at that restaurant. He said, they always arrive and they snatch it up. He says, so don't preach. Well, when he said pecan pie, I started preaching fast. Amen. I, I almost got up and said dismissed. Amen. Just get it on your way out. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, we ended up beating the Baptists to the restaurant. And uh, the brother comes with a plate with pecan pie on it. He said, we beat the Baptist. I'm glad we did because it was good too. We're going to have a Holy Ghost time. Name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 18. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live not maybe not tal vez o quizás which that's Spanish if you didn't know it she shall live she shall live I want to preach on expecting a miracle but before I even dive into this, I need to make clear what is a miracle. Because a lot of times we categorize what is a miracle. So I want to make it very clear what is a miracle. Anything that you cannot do for yourself, 
then you need a miracle. Amen. Whether it is financial, a family situation, a job situation, a business situation, a health situation. Anything that you cannot do for yourself, then you need a miracle. If you can do it for yourself, then you don't need a miracle. You need to get rid of your lazy attitude. Amen. Praise God. Because there are some things that we pray for that God gave us the power to deal with. But because we don't want to deal with it, we want God to take care of it. And there are some folks in this place, you've been, you've been wasting too much time praying for something you can deal with. I got one word for you. Well, maybe it's two. Work it. Work it. You'll get what you need if you work it. But then everything that you cannot do for yourself, then you need an intervention of God. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I got a feeling there's some folks in this place. You need an intervention from God. Is there anybody that needs a miracle in this house? I said, is there anybody that needs a miracle in this house? If you need a miracle, raise your hand right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I need a miracle. Shout it again. I need a miracle. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are awesome. You are powerful. You are mighty. There is no God like you. In fact, you even looked all over the universe and declared that outside of you, there is no other God that saves. You are the only saving God. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Now, Lord, I ask you in this moment, put the devil in his place. And let your name be glorified in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Now clap your hands to the Lord and give God a shout of praise in the house of the Lord. Oh, I don't hear you. Give God a shout of praise. Glory, glory, glory. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God, but don't fasten your seatbelt. This chapter that we read in Matthew chapter 9, it is actually a very powerful chapter of the Word of God of miracles. Some of the greatest known miracles are registered in one chapter. And in this chapter, in chapter 9 of Matthew, we have three very different miracles that happen. The resurrection of Jairus' daughter from the dead. The woman with an issue of blood. Some folks have other issues. Amen. She had an issue of blood. 
Some folks' issues got issues. Amen. <laughs> we could preach right there. Hallelujah. And two men that were blind. Each healing was a different illness. Each were healed in a different way. It's interesting because the Lord Jesus never did any healing the same way. Never did any miracles the same way. He did everything different. And the reason why he did everything different, it was so that we would not get caught up in the how he does it. Amen. A lot of people get caught up in the, well, how did he do it? How did he walk on water? How did he break the bread to feed thousands? How did he form the, the eyeball for the blind man? How did he do it? Notice God does not get caught up on the how. What God is interested in uh, is in the elements uh, that create an atmosphere for the supernatural. Praise God. So if it was about the how, then all of a sudden we would have books and seminars on how to walk on water like Jesus walked on water. Glory to God. You'd have this one dude that he comes from generation of generation of generation of the boy that gave his lunch. And he knows exactly how Jesus broke the bread. And so in order to be able to experience the supernatural of multiplication, you would have to learn how to break the bread like Jesus did. Glory to God. Thank God it's not about the how. It's about the elements that are present for the supernatural. And when we can nail down the elements that need to be present, then all of a sudden, now we have access to be able to see the supernatural happen whenever we need it to happen. Amen. Miracles is not just for church time. There's about three of you that believe it. Amen. Miracles is not just for church time. Miracles is to be a light in the midst of darkness. It's to be a testimony that our God is still a miracle worker. Can I get a witness in the house of the Lord? Somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Miracles is not just at certain times. 
and special events. Miracles should be a constant happening in the church. Amen. In fact, we should have so many miracles that we get bored of hearing about another miracle. Oh, God, somebody give God praise right now. I'm excited in the house of the Lord. When we can create the atmosphere for the supernatural. See, a lot of church folks get surprised when God does come through. We need to flip it. And we need to get surprised when nothing happens. Glory to God. We need to get surprised when we lay hands on somebody and they don't get healed. Not get surprised that when we lay hands on them, they get healed. Oh, wow, they got healed. No, 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 no. It's the opposite, baby. Because when you know that our God is a healer, when you know that our God is a way maker, when you know that our God does the impossible, then you know nothing is impossible for God to do. Somebody give God a shout of praise right there. So we got to look at the elements that create an atmosphere for the supernatural. That's where we come to the scripture where this man approaches Jesus. And it's important for us to realize that his approach to the Lord is what opened up an atmosphere for miracles in all of chapter 18. You have the capability of opening up an atmosphere so that not only you get a miracle, but the one that's next to you also get a miracle. Somebody's going to go back home and open up an atmosphere of miracles in your house. That way when somebody steps into your house, boom, a miracle is going to come upon them. Oh, somebody better shout right there. I feel the Holy Ghost moving up in this place. Glory to God. There are people in this place, you've been praying that your house become a house of miracles, a house of blessing. You're going to go back home. You're going to open up heaven over your house. Miracles are going to be released by the power of the name of Jesus. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. So whatever this man did opened up the supernatural for it to happen. 
Praise God. We got to open up the supernatural. Not every church operates in miracles. Every church should operate in miracles. So we got to take a look at what this man did. He comes to Jesus. The Bible says uh, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, I want you to watch this. My daughter is even now dead. Last time I checked, we don't call that worship. If everybody came in and all of a sudden you were saying, God, I need a new car. I worship you, I need a new car. We put worship as I worship you, I glorify you, I lift you up. See, y'all got quiet on me. Because that is worship. But isn't it interesting that the Bible called a petition worship? Amen. The Bible calls this man's petition, it says, and worshiped him, saying, not and worshiped him, and then he said, with his petition, he worshiped God. The reason why is because your petition is a different kind of praise. You might say, well, break it down. I will break it down. Amen. It's a different kind of praise. You know why? Because if I need $10,000, I'm not going to go to the dude that's living under a bridge and ask him for $10,000 because I know he don't got it. But if I come to you and I ask you for $10,000, I'm actually paying you a compliment. I'm telling you, I believe you have what I need. And so when I come to Jesus with my prayer request, I am saying, God, you have what I need. Oh, somebody better shout right there. Somebody better shout right there. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost up in this place. See, the devil has convinced people that your petition is nagging God. That you're bugging God. In fact, you even say, oh God, it's me again. Because you got the mentality of bothering God. Amen. Well, the devil is a liar. Because the level of my petition is a demonstration of how big I see my God. Oh, somebody better shout right there. I feel the Holy Ghost. I said I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Praise God. You need to start asking God for crazy things. I only got two amens over there. You need to start asking God for crazy things. 
glory to God. Baby, if he made the world in six days. Why are you satisfied in paying off your mortgage in 30 years? If he created the world in six days, what can God do for you now? Somebody better shout on credit right there. Somebody better shout on credit right there. Give God a shout of praise. I don't know who this is for, but somebody ought to shout for getting out of debt this year. I feel the Holy Ghost up in this house. Somebody give God a crazy praise. I said somebody give God a crazy praise. Oh, but brother, you don't know. You don't understand. You don't understand, but my daughter has been out of church for 14 years. Let me tell you something. In one minute, in one minute, God can turn it around. Somebody ought to give a turnaround praise right now. Somebody ought to give a turn it around praise right now. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Somebody's coming into a year of miracles. Somebody's stepping into a year of the supernatural. Give God a crazy praise up in this house. Clap your hands to the Lord. See, watch, watch. I don't know who you are, but there's somebody. You felt to run, but you haven't run yet. Uh, but there's a breakthrough in that run. Uh, there's a breakthrough in it. Uh, you're wanting to shout, but you don't know if you should shout yet. Uh, you need to loosen up in this house. Uh, there's a breakthrough in your praise. There's a breakthrough in your praise. Somebody's about to have a turnaround. Before this year is over with, you're going to have a turnaround. In the name of Jesus, shout, 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 shout. Powerful name of Jesus. Clap your hands to the Lord. Clap, 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 clap. Somebody ought to praise it because it's already working in the atmosphere. Somebody ought to praise him because he's already turning it. He's already changing it. He's already causing a miracle to happen.
Watch this. Watch. He, 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 his prayer request was his worship. Y'all sit down. I'm just giving a Bible study. Amen. Praise God. His prayer request was worship. How crazy is your prayer request? Can you request for a headache but don't touch God for cancer? Praise God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. The Lord just put the challenge in front of somebody right now. The Lord just put the challenge in front of somebody right now. Somebody that already scratched it out. The Lord says, I still am God and I'm seated on my throne. Go ahead and ask him for the impossible. I said, go ahead and ask him for the impossible. He's about to wow you, baby. I said, he's about to blow your mind. Somebody give God a crazy praise right now. He said, what, 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 watch. Glory. He said, my daughter is even now dead. You would have already given up. Where we give up is where this man started. Can you go beyond your giving up point? Because if you go beyond your giving up point, you're going to see the miracle on the other side. Tell your neighbor, say, go beyond your giving up point. Go beyond your giving up point. Somebody got to pick themselves back up. Somebody got to get their faith back. Somebody got to get their fight back. Somebody got to get it back and say, you lying devil, I ain't laying this one to rest. I'm bearing this one. I'm going to pick it back up again because when I go beyond this point, I'm stepping into the supernatural. Somebody step in to the supernatural right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Can I preach this this morning? I said, can I preach this this morning? And watch, 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 watch this. He says, uh, uh, come and lay thy hand upon her. And she shall live. 
need that to soak in a little bit. Because whenever it comes to the Holy Ghost, we'll tell people God, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. But when it comes to miracles, we say God can heal you. You know why we say God will fill you with the Holy Ghost? Because we already know he will. You know why we say God can heal you? Because we do not commit ourselves to the miracle. Praise God. Amen. Listen to that. We don't commit ourselves to the miracle. Because in case he doesn't. I'm off the hook. So I'm going to say God can in case he doesn't. Ooh, that's good all by itself. Praise God. That's good all by itself. That's a tweet and a half right there. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so all of a sudden, we can God with our doubt. Don't can God with your doubt. Open the can. Release the power of God to do what the power of God does. Somebody better give God a shout of praise right there. I said somebody better give God a shout of praise. We need a change of vocabulary. We need to go from a can to a will. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray and God will heal you. God, who am I preaching to in this place? I said, who am I preaching to in this place? Somebody give God praise right now. Mighty God. Mighty God. We limit God with our own doubt. With our own lack of faith. Hallelujah. When did God take a break during Corona? Like as if there was no more healing power in the world during that time. It was the time for the church to shine. It was the time for the world to be able to see there's still miracle power in the name of Jesus. What medicine could not do, God's power can still work and do. And I see, I see a, a second wave starting to stir up. You see it going in China? Amen. You see that? Some people are getting all freaked out. I'm not freaked out. I'm excited. Because we kind of dropped the ball as a church in general. In that time, we kind of dropped the ball. But guess what? We're coming into round two. 
and we're believing God for the supernatural and we're believing God for miracle signs and wonders and we're believing God that he still does the impossible somebody give God a shout of praise right there if you believe he is the God of impossible give him praise right now He said, she shall live. She shall live. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Sometimes you need to praise him before it even happens. Whew. I'm praising you on credit. I'm praising you like it already happened. Like it already happened. Some folks wait for the doctor's report, then they praise. The question is can you praise before the report? Can you say you are the God of more than enough? Before I even get a good report, I'm already praising you for it. You know what that is? Getting into a receiving mode. When you're getting into a receiving mode, you're saying, God, I believe you already answered it, so I'm praising you on credit. I'm thanking you for my kids being back at church. I'm thanking you for healing already in my body. I'm thanking you, God, because you're already working out my job situation. You're already working out this miracle that I need. Uh, somebody needs to get into receiving mode. Uh, somebody give God a crazy praise right now. There's about three of you that got into receiving mode. I need somebody else get in receiving mode right now. Glory to the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Kirabosa. Kirabosa. Clap your hands to the Lord. Watch this. Watch this. A few, a few years ago, a few years ago, I was having some breathing issues. And uh, my wife would say to me, she'd say, you need to go to the doctor. I'd say, ah, I'm a man. I ain't going to no doctor. I'm a man. Had pain. Every time I'd breathe, I'd have pain. She'd catch me because I'd, 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 and I'd see like, you know, Tweety Bird and all that stuff. And, and she'd say, you, you need to go. I, baby, I'm a man. 
you know, just a little bit of night quail. Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Take care of it. Praise God. Well, one day I coughed and blood came out. And when blood came out, the man went out the door. <laughs> the old cowboy went out the door. Amen. And, uh, and I walked up to my wife and I went, eh. She said, what is that? I said, I coughed at this kid. I knew I was dying right there. I knew I was dying. I was dying. So she's like, we need to go to the I'm like, yeah. Praise God. It was so bad, I got in the passenger seat. Uh, yeah, that, that is bad. I don't want to bash anybody. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I got in the passenger seat. My wife is so used to going in the passenger seat that when she came out, she said, she said, uh, she comes, opens the door. She's like, oh. I said, I'm dying. She's like, okay. So she gets in the driver's seat. She starts driving to the, to the emergency room, clinic, emergency clinic. We arrived there. Man, I, I pulled every string I could get to bypass everybody and just get in. Amen. And uh, that's apostolic authority. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> no, actually, just walk in and scream the loudest. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so... And so they got me in there, and the doctor listens. He says, he says, sir, um, he said, according to what? He said, I think you got pneumonia. I'm like, oh, pneumonia. Just take some Pepto-Bismol, and you're done. <laughs> Drain it out. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. And uh, he said, but I want to take x-ray because uh, something doesn't sound right. I said, okay. So he took x-ray. And when the x-ray results came out, the doctor looked at it and said, oh, no. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't like to hear an oh, no from the doctor. I like to hear, hmm, that's okay, amen, or oh, good, that, that's wonderful. But an oh, no, 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 I, that, I don't like an oh, no. And so I said, oh, no, and he said, oh, no. I said, what? He said, come on over. He started showing me the x-ray. He said, you see right here? He said, yeah. I said, yeah. He said, this is your lungs. He said, this is your right lung. He said, you see this right here? I said, yeah. He said, that's a mass that's in your lung. He said, by my calculations, it's the size of your fist. And then he said like this. He said, I fear you might have cancer. When that word came out, it started sounding like an echo, echo, echo. Because my grandpa died of cancer. My grandma died of cancer. My other grandpa died of cancer. And my mama had cancer before she died. And so that's just ringing in my, you know why it rings? Because the world has convinced you that whatever comes down your bloodline, Is coming to you. Whatever's in your DNA 
is coming to you. And there are people that you have lived under a fear of what your daddy died of and what your mama died of because you feel you are next. That is a curse. And we command it to be broken by the power of the name of Jesus. Somebody ought to praise him right there. Before this service is over with, the fear that has haunted you will not haunt you anymore. God's going to deliver you of that in the name of Jesus. Somebody ought to shout right now. So, so the doctor said, I fear you might have cancer. He said, you need an MRI. I live in Dallas, Texas. And so I said, well, how much does that cost? Amen. He said, way about, about $1,000 to $1,100. I said, the devil is a liar. I mean, I, I'll swallow a camera. Amen. Put it on auto flash as it's going down. <laughs> then Bluetooth it later. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I'll take my own pictures. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. I ain't going to pay no $1,200. Amen. And so, because I live so close to Mexico and I grew up on the mission field, I said, I'll just go to Mexico. It only costs $150 there. I'm like, when I get there, I'll eat tacos. Amen. Praise God. Man, double, double blessing. Amen. So I get in the car the next day, and as I'm going down the road, all of a sudden, the devil begins to laugh at me and say, I'm, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to leave your wife a widow and your children orphans. I was crying. I was having a pity party. I'm good with my pity parties. I'm the CEO of my own pity party. Amen. I even bring balloons to my pity parties. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Black balloons. Amen. That was really sad. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you got to have yourself a good pity party and then get over it. Amen. Listen, baby, don't live in the pity party. Throw yourself a good pity party and then get over it. Praise God. Some folks have been living too long in that cloud of depression. And by the power of the name of Jesus, I command depression to be broken and loosened off of your life now in Jesus' name. Somebody shout right now. <laughs> So I'm crying, I'm crying, and all of a sudden, I hear my mama's voice. Mama already died, but when she died, her last words were, I worship you, Jesus, and I praise you. Not even a minute went by when all of a sudden, she stopped breathing. Amen. 
Those were her last words. And I heard my mama's voice when she would always tell me, in all things, give God the praise. In all things, give God praise. So I started, I started to say, okay, I'm going I'm to praise God. And so I started singing at a very low, low voice and everything, volume. Then I stopped myself. And I looked in the mirror. And I said, Mark, you're a worshiper. You better worship God right now with all you got. I spoke to my body. I said, I know you don't feel good, but you're created to worship. You're going to worship God right now. I spoke to my lungs. And I said, lungs, I know you're not feeling good. But I command you to worship right now in the name of Jesus. And then I spoke to the tumor that was occupying in my lung. And I said, tumor, you don't pay rent in this body. I command you to worship God as well. Somebody got to command your sickness uh, to worship God. Oh, somebody better come and arrest me. I feel like preaching up in this place. You need to take authority over your sickness. You need to take authority over your situation and command it to worship God. Somebody give God a shout of praise right now. Somebody needs to start telling that pain. You better worship pain. You better worship pain. You better worship pain. So in that moment, I raised my voice as high as I could. I took a deep breath. And I raised my voice as high as I could. And I sang. And then when I went to take the second breath, something in me snapped. The pain left my body instantly. I could breathe normal. And I realized I have just been healed. So I have this weird concept. And that is wherever God touches you, praise him right there. It don't matter if you're in the middle of work, in the middle of Walmart, in the middle of whatever. When God touches you, praise him right there. So I pulled my car over and I got out of my car and started running around my car and giving a shout on the freeway. Glory to the name of Jesus. So then I, I called my wife up. I said, baby, God just healed my body. She said, come home. I said, I'm an hour away from Mexico. I said, let me go get the MRI so that I have proof. See, even, even Siri's asking me. Amen. She said, I'm not sure you understand. Amen. Watch this. I said, I, I got to get proof because that old sneaky devil will come and tell you it was just emotions. Yeah. It was just emotions. It was just emotions. Devil is a liar. And I also wanted tacos, so, you know, it was a double, double, double whammy. Amen. So I went down, and back then, you didn't need a prescription. 
Now, you know, now here in the United States, my God have mercy. You got to go see the doctor. Then he sends you to a specialist. Then he sends you to a specialist that specializes. And then you go to that guy and he sends you to a specialist that specializes specifically in this special whatever. And you die in the process. <laughs> Amen. And then they say, well, what did he die of? We don't know. He didn't get to the last specialist that specializes in the, amen, praise God. So I walk into the MRI place, and I said, I need you to take some x-rays of my lungs. He's like, okay, lay down. Amen. Now, at that time, I weighed 447 pounds. I was a size 62 uh, waist. Amen. I was a big old dude. And I was dimensional. Amen. <laughs> and so I was concerned that I wasn't going to fit in the MRI. All I could imagine is me getting stuck in it. <laughs> Grease them up, boys. Amen. <laughs> so I even prayed, God, make me skinny for the MRI. I got in it, man, I had three, three fingers all the way around. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So I laid there, and the thing started going, and the devil said, you're not healed, you know. I said, shut up, devil. I am healed. Sometimes you got to get ghetto with the devil. Amen. I got to say that again. Sometimes you got to get ghetto with the devil and let him know, hey, it stops right here. Come on, I need some folks getting ghetto with the devil right now. The devil done tormented you too long. You need to tell him you're under my feet. You're under my feet by the power of the name of Jesus. Somebody take authority in Jesus' name. Praise him. Watch this. So the machine started going. And the doctor all of a sudden said, oh, wow. The one in Dallas said, oh, no. This guy's saying, oh, wow. I like an oh, wow over an oh, no. Any day. Praise God. He said, oh, well. I said, oh, well. He said, oh, well. I said, I said, what? He said, come and see. I said, I'm in the machine. All I could imagine is me standing up and it be an inner tube. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so when I went and I stood in front of the screen, I didn't see what I saw in Dallas. He said, sir, do you see these lines right here? I said, yeah. He said, have you ever had surgery on your lung before? I said, no. Why? He said, that scar tissue as if you had something, uh, but it was cut out. Oh, I don't think you heard it. Uh, God took the tumor out. Uh, I said, God took the tumor out. Somebody ought to shout right there. Somebody ought to shout right there. Because if he did that for me, uh, then God can do the impossible for you. Uh, somebody give God a shout of praise right 
I feel miracles in the house. I said, I feel miracles in the house. Everybody stand and begin to give God praise right now. Stand all over this place. Stand all over this house. I need intercessors interceding. I need intercessors interceding. I don't hear you. I need intercessors interceding right now. We're stepping into the supernatural right now. I said we're stepping into an atmosphere of miracles right now. I don't hear you. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Urabakatarialabosanda. Kiatorobosa. Kirialabosa. I need intercessors raising up their voice right there. Kirabotorialabasaya. Miracles are in the atmosphere. Miracles are in this church right now. This week is a week of testimonies of what God's doing in this service. The name of Jesus. If you need a miracle, I want you to run to this altar now. In the name of Jesus, run, run. Don't drag yourself up here. Run to this altar. In the name of Jesus, stand in the altar. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Get in this altar. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Sickness is Usha. Uraba. Sickness is about to fall off your body. In the name of Jesus. There's a door you've been praying for. God's opening up that door right now. Supernatural's being released right now. There you go. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Right there. I'm about to release a word of faith. When I release this word of faith, uh, miracles are going to begin to happen in this house uh, by the power of the name of Jesus. Uh, lift up your hands. Uh, lift up your hands. Uh, now, by the authority of the word of God uh, and by the power that's in the name of Jesus, uh, Lord, uh, release miracles. Uh, release miracles. Uh, release miracles. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, there you go. Uh, I command pain to leave your body. Uh, I command sickness to leave your body. I command disease to leave your body. There it is. There it is. Begin to move that arm. Begin to move that leg. Begin to move your back right now. Tumors are starting to fall off your body. In the name of Jesus, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. That pain is leaving you now. It's leaving you now. It's leaving you now. 
Ikotorobosaya. Shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off.